G'day humans, what's good? Chris Fundy here with Fruity as always for another edition of Outside the Ring Talking Survivor Season 7, The Pearl Islands. <laughs> Alex, how are you? Oh, yeah, yori, 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 You know, every time I watch Survivor at home, I legit, like, watch it on my phone. And I walk around the house singing that song whenever the intro plays. And Eliza hates it. <laughs> Can't imagine why she hates that. Because I, like, full-on belted out, too. Oh. Well, yeah, so we're pretty two big Survivor fans, as Alex will see in one moment. So uh, turn on my camera here to uh, show him if it will work. Oh, you got a buff. Hang on, yes, what buff's that? Uh, season two, the Australian um, Outback. Nice, nice. The, um, the saga of Colby and Jerry began. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, did that dude really sneak in beef jerky? We'll never know. Yeah, well, I suppose, uh, how long have you been watching Survivor as we uh, have a quick look over here? <laughs> so, I... I have uh, vivid memories of being, like, a youngster and watching, like, the finale of the first season uh, live. Well, not live, but live to tape. <laughs> yeah, whenever it aired on Channel 9 here. So that was the Richard Hatch season. Um, yeah, redubbed Survivor Borneo season one. Yeah. And... Um, then I have pretty vivid memories of watching the entire second season. I watched all of the third season. I did I didn't watch the fourth or the fifth or even the sixth. I, I don't think I watched any season up until between Africa and All Stars, because I remember specifically watching All Stars. Oh, you missed the greatest Survivor wrestling tie-in victory of all. <laughs> yeah, Jenna Maraska. Yeah. Um, yeah, um, but since then, like, I didn't watch any Survivor after All-Stars until about, well, whatever year it was, 2019, when Matty Wahlberg went on Australian Survivor, the now Grayson Waller. <laughs> yep. And then that sort of got the ball rolling, and I went back and watched every season of American Survivor. I've watched every season of Australian Survivor. I've now watched, like, every season of South African Survivor, which is pretty good, too. Because that's on uh, 10 Play. Yeah, yeah. I think it's uh, that, and there's one other version, like the other international version. There's a New Zealand version, which I've watched a couple of seasons of as well. Like, there's nefarious means out there, but... Yeah. Um, so, before we go over to the wrestling tie into Survivor, for myself, I don't remember watching season one. I remember watching all of season two and three. Then yeah. I watched... Uh, the first season of Australian Survivor, the original season. Oh, I think I did watch a bit of that too, but I sort of gave up on it. Yeah. Um, so that aired instead of Survivor uh, season four Man Man uh, Poly from Polynesia. 
Uh, yeah, Marquesas. Yes, my English yeah. is bad. Uh, then yeah. I watched season five all the way up until the latest season, which was season 41. And then, uh, exciting news, Survivor 42 airs starting March 9th. Yeah. And <laughs> as we're speaking right now, like um, Australian Survivor is currently airing their Blood versus Water season, which coincidentally has a tie-in to the season, <laughs> this, season? this season that we're about to cover. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, with um, Sandra from the Pearl Islands coming on to Australian Survivor with her daughter Nina. Now, I don't know if you've seen any of Australia's Blood versus Water season yet. A little bit here and there. Yeah, um, I don't want to spoil too much, but Sandra and her daughter are gone now. <laughs> but yeah. they, are, they were fantastic. Um, Sandra was really good. They just, like, why would you keep her around, though, <laughs> honestly? Because she's so fucking good. Yeah. And then um, Nina, Sandra's daughter, got pulled from the game due to an injury. Oh, Bugger. Yeah. Well, that's nice. So, uh, and I honestly believe that Nina was on track to winning the whole thing. So, have the were Rob and Amber dating at the top? Did Rob ever win? I'm pretty yeah, sure he, he won. He won. Uh, what is it? Season twenty two. Oh, so he won when he came back one time. Yeah, uh, Redemption Island. Redemption Island. It was him and um are you familiar with Russell Hans? Yes. Yeah, uh kind of a dickhead, but one of the greatest heels in Survivor history. <laughs> um Yeah, it was him and Russell Hans on opposing tribes and a bunch of newbies. So like Russell Hans immediately got voted off and Rob just like Manipulated oh, the right. shit out of the newbies and just—he kept making new alliances to keep himself safe. And then so, he was like, he's enforced a buddy system, which like no one's allowed to leave the camp by themselves, so they can't go search for idols and shit. Like he, but just, he did. But he was like running around getting idols and shit, and yeah, he just. It's one of the most boring seasons because Rob is just completely in control from start to finish. Mm. And on the opposing side, Russell's gone so early. Yeah. So, and there's like, there's only one other half interesting character from that season. And that's this dude called Phil Shepard, who's like an absolute lunatic, who's like a former federal uh, former FBI federal agent or something, and he's just full of shit. Um, yeah, so, but but yeah. Should we get to uh, what we're actually discussing then today? Yeah, uh, this is like when I went back and rewatched all the older seasons of Survivor. This, without a doubt, is like for me at least top three best seasons of all time. Yeah, yeah, this is one of the greatest seasons for me to watch back because there's so much stuff in it that you just forget, oh, yeah, this happens, and then, 
oh yeah, this happens as well. And um, and here's the thing: this is before they brought in immunity idols and like advantages and those sort of twists and shit. Yeah, like there is there is a relative. There is a relatively like big twist in this game with the outcast which twist which we'll talk about eventually, but besides that, this is like the purest form of survivor. Yeah, absolutely. It's all about the survival aspect and building social bonds. Yeah. So this is filmed in the uh, the Pearl Islands, part of Panama, about 50 kilometres off the coast. Also known for being filmed uh, Survivor All-Stars here the following season, Survivor Panama, uh, dubbed Exile Island. Jeez, I yep. don't even remember what number that is. Uh, I believe uh, that is the season that Sari first shows up in. Uh, there's a guy on it called Shane, and I think um, if it's the season I'm thinking of, Shane's this season twelve. Yeah, Shane's an absolute nutcase, <laughs> and he um he just started to quit smoking before the season started, and he just goes like absolutely insane out there, and he's like sitting on this stump with this rock that he thinks looks like his Blackberry from home. So his, like, phone, his smartphone before there were smartphones, and he's just (laughs) sitting there, like, texting people on this rock. Oh, jeez. Also, Survivor Israel, Survivor South Africa, uh, French Survivor, Bulgarian Survivor, and Ukrainian Survivor have all filmed here. Dude. Quite the popular uh, Survivor destination. BBC Survivor. I'm just picturing like just eight, <laughs> 18 mirrors on an island. BBB, uh, BBC show The Real Swiss Robinson Family, uh, The Island with Bear Grylls, and the first season of Dutch television show Adam Looking for Eve. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, uh, think naked and afraid that airs on Discovery, but dating. Mm. Doesn't yeah. that sound interesting? <laughs> uh, it's different. Uh, yeah, let's, sure. Let's see. So, Survivor Bulgaria. I don't yeah. think there's any pictures here. Oh, there's a logo. It looks nice. Survivor but... Udria, Survivor Machka. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. Um, but yes. So that's a little bit of the background of the Pearl Islands. So we kick off with um, the casts here, and I'll go through the uh, the two ca- uh, tribes here. So we have on the Morgan tribe, the Orange tribe, Lil, Dara, uh, T, Rhino, which I forgot at one point his last name begins with O. I thought they were calling him Rhino, and I'm like, yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Uh- I always just in my head refer to him as Rhino anyway. Uh, Adam Savage. Andrew Savage. Um, Yeah. Yeah, Uh, he's so good. Austin, Ryan S and Nicole. For the Drake tribe, the Blue tribe, Sandra D, Johnny Fairplay, Burton, uh, Christina, Rupert, Sean, Trish and Michelle. Yeah, um, so some there's 
in this season, like, there's not a great deal of people that come back, but every single person that comes back is just an iconic player. Yeah. Like, uh, like yeah, your Sandras, your Ruperts, um, who else has come back? Johnny Fairplay, Savage, Savage came back. He is part of my favourite fucking blind side of all time in um, Survivor Second Chances, Cambodia, I believe, um, where just like 13 people put votes on Kelly Wentworth and then Kelly Wentworth played oh, an idol. Oh, is that where she plays the idol and it's one vote for him? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just like the best. And it's just like, you fucking idiots, you had 13 people. <laughs> Could you not have, like, had five people put votes on someone else? Because, <laughs> like, I love Savage, too, because I was excited to see that he came back, and that's how he goes out, but still, it's fucking great uh, moment. So the castaways are on this boat heading to uh, the island, and <laughs> they're all... Either in street clothes, uh, Savage is in a nice Armani suit, which he keeps mentioning. Yeah. Uh, Lil's in a Boy Scout uniform because she's a troop leader. And then uh, Rupert's like in denim jeans <laughs> and a tie-dye. Yeah. You see some of the other girls are in nice sort of uh, formal dresses. And then uh, they get up on board the ship and uh, Jeff, who's the host of every season, informs them, ah, no, your thing starts now any valuables you want in this bag and uh you're just starting with the clothes on your back and here's your tennis shoes go yeah and fucking great shit this is the sort of shit i wish they still did where they're just like bang you're stranded get off the boat yeah every now and then just do that bang here you go yeah bang game's on and the thing about this is he goes okay here's a hundred uh Whatever the local currency is, uh, dollars Bal- is a small... Balboa. Balboa. I'll never forget that because Rocky, but yeah. <laughs> but he goes, uh, here's the local currency. There's a small fishing village. You can go and barter for what you need. And so they both set off. And <laughs> the... Uh, the uh, Wait, which tribe is it? The uh, Morgan tribe sort of gets there first. And they they sort of scatter throughout the village, no clue what they're doing. The Drake tribe arrives second, and they have Sandra who can speak Spanish, so yeah. she's doing a great job bartering with all the locals and figuring out deals how to stretch their money further. And the Rupert sort of uh, dragged their little rifle dinghy up from the uh, landing area to the t- village, and he's just sitting in it, sort of guarding their life raft. Morgan come along. Dump their life raft next to Rupert and just all scatter. And Rupert goes in his um video diary confession goes, "What do pirates do? Pirates plunder. They steal. So he just takes all the shoes and anything else out of the Morgan dinghy, puts it in his own, walks off, starts handing shoes to his teammates, going, "Here, trade these for rice or beans or something." Yeah, yeah, just it's an iconic moment in Survivor history, like. It's the moment everyone just watching decides, all right, Rupert's the fucking man. Like, Uh, Rupert's fucking awesome. And and he's just, like, he's got that look, too, and he's got that voice. He's like, 
Pirate Plunder. <laughs> and yeah, he's just got that piratey voice. He looks like a fucking pirate in a tie-dye shirt. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so they sort of barter, and um, Morgan sort of first off to uh to get their boat and sort of just run off. And one of the people is saying, "No, we've still got more money. We should go and get stuff." Yeah. Uh, and Drake's the second one there, and I can't remember which teammate it was, but one of them had, uh, like thirty. I think it might have been Sean had thirty dollars stashed in his pocket, just in yeah. case they got to the boat and they needed that money for the boat. And they've yeah. got chickens, they've got fruit, they've got machetes, they've got they got fucking like they went and like Sandra traded her gold necklace for some random family's entire barbecue setup that they had. <laughs> we'll take your grill, we'll take your tongs, we'll take your chicken, we'll take your four, we'll take your tray. So they've got a yeah, like, feast. Yeah, and she's like, oh, we'll have some of that hot sauce. <laughs> like, they're stranded on an island and they got hot sauce. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, you you see in the shit they got, like they got fucking toilet paper, like just the sort of shit you would never see on a normal season of Survivor. Like they got like bottles of plonk, and you're pretty sure that like I'm pretty sure that like Johnny Fairplay is shit faced this entire season. <laughs> oh yeah, there's a there's a high possibility of that. Um. So they both make their way to their camps. They set up uh, their camps. And uh, Drake has a really good camp set up to begin with. They're sort of working things out. They're all working together. They've gone and got water. They've gone and got firewood. And <laughs> the Morgans build this lean-to next to this shell uh, cliff face that is collapsing on them on the ground and again bitten by crabs during the night. <laughs> yeah. Then they move their shelter the next night to near the beach. And that sort of gets washed <laughs> in. And they just, it is just a try. Uh, the story for the early part of the game is just Drake's on a great winning streak. They can't do anything wrong. And the Morgans are just, just on this losing streak. Nothing can go right. They didn't get water until like the second day when they realized, oh yeah, the water's marked on our map. They're running yeah. up and down the beach like idiots, going, well, where is it? <laughs> yeah, they're trying to boil stagnant water that's just sit, laying around like, yeah, just fucking an absolute shit show on that tribe. Yeah, so the uh, the first couple of votes go, uh, so Morgan lose, they vote off Nicole, then Morgan lose again, and they vote out Ryan. Yeah, and not... Uh, can you please name him correctly? He's not Ryan. It's Skinny Ryan. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. They all wrote S that, yeah. Sav Savage is fucking, like, just an absolute prick to poor Skinny Ryan. Yeah. Um, in the first episode, um, sorry, the second episode, there's also uh, begins the reward challenges, and Drake yeah. wins that. And part of the reward challenges this season, with uh, the season being sort of pirate-themed as well, is that um, they get to go and loot something from the other other tribe. And at points we see, like, um, Sandra go over and she says, oh, yeah, we want your tarp <laughs> later yeah. on in the season. And they say, oh, well, we're not going to help you take it down. So instead of them helping her and just untying it 
and making it a lot easier. Sandra goes, huh? fine, I'll just ruin your whole shelter and just take your tarp anyway. Yeah. Oh, uh, man, it's just like, did you find it crazy to watch this, like, and see how young Sandra is? <laughs> like, she's young, man, and she's... 28 at the time this was filmed. Yeah, and I believe her daughter, Nina, is the same, was is 28 right now when she was on Australian Survivor. So <laughs> her daughter was apparently like, oh, I think that works out to be like five years old when this airs. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, and like all these years later, Sandra is still relevant in the Survivor world as an active player and still like kicking ass. So, uh, where are we? Drake's doing good. They've gone, they vote out um, Skinny Ryan. Then they go to uh, episode three. They win reward again. They win immunity again. And then Lil is voted out five to one. So Nicole's been voted out seven to one. Ryan got voted out five to two. And Lil got voted out five to one. Yeah. And um, at this point, it's just a decimation of, um, of Morgan. Yeah. Also, we forgot to mention in the uh, the first challenge, the cannon challenge, Austin loses his underwear because he's not wearing the pants he came yeah, over with. Because I think right. he might have bartered them in the village, his pants and his shirt. Yeah, he did. Yeah, that's right. So then I think it's Savage and one of the other guys go, okay, well, if your underwear's coming off, we'll take ours off too. And it's one of the rare occasions in uh, Survivor history where there's voluntary nudity. Yeah, well, not since season one with Richard Hatch getting naked for every challenge to try to throw off his, like, opposition. Yeah. Um, so then we get to episode four, and Drake win reward yet again. But then comes the immunity challenge, and Drake do the stupid thing, Bro immunity <laughs> to get yeah. rid of burden. They vote him off five two. But in this uh in this immunity challenge, they also take uh Rupert, what is it, hostage? They call That's it. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Um so he went to the other tribe. Yeah, and he fished for him <laughs> for the day. Yeah. And then did he compete for him in the uh the next challenge, I believe? I don't think so. Okay. Uh, episode five here sees Morgan continue their winning ways, winning both reward and immunity, and Michelle is voted out six to one. So all the votes so far this season have been fairly uh, unanimous, with usually just a person or a person's ally voting against that person being voted out. Yeah, that's going to change soon. <laughs> <laughs> so then we see... Uh, season six. This is where Rupert gets a pet snake. My uh, God, how good's Rupert here? Oh, <laughs> so he gets a pet snake, calls it Balboa. Yeah, that will come into play later. Uh, but the poor snake uh, is injured or uh, and just passes away during the uh, the episode. Yeah, uh, there's been many iconic Survivor moments where they just find a random animal and it becomes a pet. Uh, there's um, 
Survivor Co Wrong and this player called Ty finds a um finds uh just a wild chicken. A name I forgot what he named him, but um yeah, Didn't the chicken s- Go on. The the chicken stays with him until the very last day of Survivor and the chicken's like even at final trial. <laughs> <laughs> um, didn't Sia give him a heap of money for an animal charity? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, he, she did. Um, so at this point uh, during the game, the tribes are still split. Uh, at one point, oh, who was it that lost the um the spear tip? Was it um Sean? I think it was Sean. Yeah. So. Rupert's very particular to Sean during some early episodes going, when you go spear fishing, make sure the spear's tight so it doesn't pop out. We don't lose it. And sure enough, Sean loses it. Rupert is pissed. <laughs> oh man. Angry Rupert is terrifying. So he goes into the, uh, the ocean. He's like, fine, I'm going to go in a grid pattern across the entire ocean. He could tell me where he was. And he looks down and he swims down, and he swims back up and just goes, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, is it, which one of these episodes is it that Rupert cops a stray boat? Uh, it's, it's one of them, but it's an iconic moment. Like Oh, where Johnny Fairplay votes for him. Yeah. And Johnny Fairplay throws a vote at Rupert and then, like, they get back to the camp afterwards and Rupert's like, who voted for me? It might be this episode. Yeah, I thought it was. It might be this episode as I try to look. But, um, yeah, so he finds his spear tip. Uh, Where are we? Rupert. Uh, Yeah, it is episode... Six, so is that the one I'm on? Yeah, it is this episode where he does get that uh, that vote against him. Yeah. So at Tribal tonight, Rupert gets that vote, but Drake win reward again, rarely, but Morgan <laughs> win Tribal again, and they go to Tribal voting off Trish four to two. Uh, then comes episode seven. They go to the immunity challenge there's no reward challenge and the twist happens and this i completely forgot about until it happened i'm like i could have swore so and so was here later in the game <laughs> am, I, am i no maybe they came back for like an all-star season or something and that's why i'm remembering but nope <laughs> out come the outcasts the tribe <laughs> of all the survivors voted out so far nicole skinny ryan lil burton michelle trish and uh, and Trish, yeah. The thing that still boggles my head about this, like as much as I hate uh, in Survivor where the players think they've voted out someone but they actually haven't and you don't let the players know, because mm. I think that fucks people's games up more often than not. I think it's negative towards people's strategies. But... um. The thing that I keep thinking about is what the fuck were these people doing like this whole time? Like, are they at at the hotel just hanging out? Like, they seem to imply that these people are just sort of 
still stranded. But, you know, are these people just, like, sitting at a hotel eating food isolated from everyone else? You just don't know. And if if that's the case, that's kind of fucked up. Because if someone like Burton, for instance, like this big, like, jacked-up-looking dude is sitting, sitting out, like, eating a shitload of food and just fueling his tank, that's kind of messed up. Yeah, uh, so the the it's a freeway immunity challenge. They've got to run to a beach, get a key, uh, dig under part of the prison, free the first prisoner, dig into the second part of the prison, free those prisoners, dig into the third part of the prison, free those prisoners, and then unlock the lock to get on their mat to win. So the the uh, thing is this uh, immunity will be given to any of the two tribes that finish. Uh, and if the outcasts don't uh, finish at least second, they're out of the game completely. If the outcasts beat one tribe, that tribe will go to tribal council and vote out someone, and the outcasts will vote somebody back into the game to join that tribe. But <laughs> if the outcasts beat both tribes, both tribes go to separate tribals where they'll both vote out someone and then the outcasts go to tribal to vote two people back in. Yeah. And <laughs> this is just one of those good survivor moments where you see people who are just so down on their luck and they just get back in with that little glimmer of hope. Yeah. It just shows you the fight's not over till it's over. And yeah, they um, the outcasts end up winning here quite easily over yeah. both... Both Drake and Morgan. Yeah, which adds fuel to my reasoning of thinking that these people aren't starving like the other two tribes. <laughs> also, it is the first time they did this and they didn't show it to the audience. And subsequently, since they've done this or they've done the um, the uh, Exxon, they've done the um, Edge of Extinction, they've done... Yeah. Oh, I forget what they called the, um, like the Arena Battle one. The Red... That's Redemption Island. Ah, yes. Yeah. Where one person would battle and they'd have to win so many challenges to get back into the game at a certain point at the merge. Yeah. Um, yeah. For me, this was great. So they both go to um, Tribal Council, both Drake and Morgan. Drake go first. In a 4-1 vote, Sean is voted out. And then for Morgan, Austin says he can't go anymore and he quits. And is the yeah. first person uh, yep. in seven seasons of Survivor to quit the game. Yep, and and like this was Jeff Probst being pissed at Austin. He was pissed. He wouldn't like <laughs> snuff his torch. He threw his torch to the ground, basically. Yeah, he said, "Well, if that's what you want, go home." Snuffed his yeah. torch and then just laid it down. And said, "Well, if he wants his torch laid down, so be it." Yeah. And uh, later on, when they do the big um, send-off like they've done in earlier seasons with all the torches or the memory walk and that, they deliberately said, Austin's torch is at tribal. He will not... His torch is not part of this. Yeah. Because he quit. Which I think is fair. If you quit and you want out, well, then too bad, so sad. But if you uh, evacuate for medical reasons or something, then, yeah, so be it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so this is a two-part um, episode. 
started fast like, pop. Austin gone. was Austin was trying to quit on episode two. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Like even the name of the episode is to quit or not to quit. And it's all about Austin just giving up. Like it was honestly surprising he lasted like until episode seven. <laughs> yeah, from day six to day nineteen. Yeah. Uh, so from there we go to the second part of that episode where uh, the outcasts come to tribal and in a 3-3-2-2-1-1 vote because they are voting twice Yeah. because uh, they are voting for two members. So instead of having two separate votes, voting someone in and then voting again, they're doing it all in one ballot. Yeah. Uh, so they vote in both Burton and Lil. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... Two people opposite ends of the spectrum, if you will. Um, this begins the heel turn for Lil, in my opinion. <laughs> like, and this is where she goes from innocent old, like, scout leader to just, like, bitter, <laughs> uh, like, resentful, angry old lady. <laughs> Maybe. Um so I can't remember which one of them reaches in to draw the buffs, but they're drawing buffs to see who goes to what tribe. And they both draw out their uh, old buffs. So Lil goes back to Morgan. Burden goes back to Drake. Yeah. <laughs> Makes for a bit of an uncomfortable scene. Uh, we go to the next day. Uh, there is no reward challenge. It is a merger. And they have um, immunity. And it's stated... Um, that the two outcasts who got um, back in the game got immunity. So both Burden and Lil have immunity. They do yeah. the um, the challenge where they race through dinghies and it's neck and neck between Burden and Rupert. And Burden wins just yeah. <laughs> by like a hair. So but like Burden... he was immune anyway. So why is he even competing? Yeah. I mean, we could say the same about Sandra. Why why isn't she competing in a lot of these? <laughs> but um, I guess because he wanted to. Yeah. It's a, like, for a lot of people, it's a once-in-a-lifetime thing. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, Burden wins immunity. They go to tribal. Burden says, oh, well, I'm already immune, so I'm going to give this one to Rupert because he only just lost. And yeah. during the day, um, everyone sort of... um. Uh, challenging the two outcasts, going, oh, who are you voting for? Are you sticking with us? Are you going with them? And Andrew goes up to Lil, and there's a great line here where Andrew goes, you'll let me know before the vote, right? And Lil says, remember when you told me that? And then I was gone. And then doesn't tell him where she's voting. Mm. No? Yeah, yeah, no. It was it was a good moment of um, payback and definitely deserved towards Savage. I just wish he lasted one more vote so he could make it to the jury because Savage is such a great character. He's a great narrator through this uh, pre-merge portion of the season. Uh, he's a great nar narrator for the, for the Morgan tribe, but man, I was sad to see him go. Yeah, did you catch uh, Johnny Fairplay's uh... Uh, confession to the camera as he was making his vote. Yeah, he chucks on the Macho Man impression. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Savage is voted out six four. So yeah. still, this is the uh, the closest we've come to sort of a, a split vote at this point in the game. Yeah. And this shows that uh, the two sort of faction lines were with the two tribes being. 4-4 four, four and two outcasts coming back in, the two outcasts yeah. did play a role in that um, merger vote. Yeah, and this sort of starts like um, Lil's like revenge path. Yeah. Like she's trying to, this is where she starts to try to get everyone that voted her out earlier. Yeah, absolutely. So then uh, the next day uh, for reward. Rupert and um, Rupert wins and goes to take uh, Lil, but instead he gives up his uh, reward to Burden, paying yeah. back the favour from last night's immunity. Going to immunity, uh, Rupert wins, and they go to council, voting out the first member of the jury, Rhino, eight to one. Yeah, um, pretty unanimous, that one. <laughs> yep. Uh, next uh, next episode, episode 10, we are here. Uh, what episode did I say was the... Uh, oh, yeah, there we are. So it's the next episode. Episode 10 here. Uh, so the reward, Burden wins, but gives his reward to Lil, who takes John. Yeah. And immunity is won again by Burden. And Burden swings the votes against Rupert, sort of paying him back for Burden being voted out earlier in the game. Rupert is out. Second member of the jury uh, is voted out five to two to one. Yeah. So they did uh, split the votes there when they didn't need to. Sort of. Um, thing. Of all the people they've brought back from Pearl Islands, I'm shocked Burton's never gotten a phone call to come back because he was a great character. He was pretty good at the game. I'm shocked he never came back. Yeah, that's true too. It's, yeah, there's a few people on here who you look at and you sort well, of go, like, oh, e- why? Like, even a Lil, sure, she's not the most strategic player, but she's a memorable character. Yeah, absolutely. I'm surprised, yeah, someone like Lil didn't come back for Blood versus Water one season. Yeah, well, like, something like that. Because, like, some of the people they brought back for the initial Blood versus Water season, you're like... Oh fuck! I forgot this person ever even played Survivor. <laughs> Who is this? <laughs> like, yeah, they brought back some absolute like. Why out of everyone in Survivor did you bring this person back? Like, fucking Laura Moret from Survivor Samoa sticks in mind. But thank God <laughs> they brought her back because they brought her back with her daughter, and her daughter voted off her mum. So <laughs> that was yeah. awesome. Oh uh, yeah. Um, so then we get to episode 11, The Great Lie. <laughs> so it is the loved one's visit. Everyone's sort of, you know, happy to see their loved ones. And then it comes John's turn. And there's his friend Dan. And goes, how's grandma? Uh, what? How's grandma, dude? Oh, oh she died, dude. <laughs> and you see John just put on this great act. My God. God, yeah, this is incredible. And you know what I loved the most about it? Sandra never bought it. <laughs> Sandra never fucking believed him at all. 
because of how much shit he talked around camp the entire time. Yeah. If this had been his one thing, yeah, I think she probably would have. But you look at everyone on the um on the uh, seats doing the uh, loved ones challenge where they're walking the plank and they've got to um play um it's like perfect couple game. You've got to match your uh, loved ones' answers. Uh, what's your loved one's favorite color? They say red and they say pink. Oh, you've got to go back a step, sort of thing. Yep. Um. But yeah, everyone buys this except Sandra, who's just looking off in the distance, pissed. Yeah. Um, Jeff goes, okay, John, Dan, you're going to Balboa camp. Everyone else, you're going back to the old walking camp. Have fun. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it's not until they're making their way on the beach after they've been dropped off by the boat and the camera's there, so watching them, they go, yeah, great job, man. They brought the light. <laughs> and then we get the greatest video confession ever. Uh, grandma's at home probably watching Jerry Springer. <laughs> yeah. So good. Uh, and then uh, D wins reward here. So after they've come back. And they vote out uh, T five to two as the third member of the jury after 30 days. This is one of the earlier seasons of Survivor. Not as many cast members, only 16, but a long season. Yeah, definitely. Uh, following that, episode 12, where we see uh, D, John, and Lil win a reward. It's like a spa treatment. And then D wins her second consecutive immunity. And they vote off Krista four to two. Yeah. Uh, becoming the fourth member of the jury. So that with the uh, the group getting a lot smaller here, the votes are still becoming a lot tighter, but there's still a, a clear consensus in the group. Uh, episode 13, Burden wins reward, decides to take John. They're going for a camp out at the uh, ruins of old Panama City. And do you know, did you notice what other reward he got when he got off the boat? Uh, I can't remember, no. He got a brand new sports car. Oh, on a sports car, he got a four-wheel drive. That's right, yeah. And you know the uh, the old tradition in Survivor with the winner who gets the car? Yeah, never wins the game. It has yep. been broken, I'm pretty sure. But, yeah, um, it's, it's, it's been broken, like, once, though. So breaking the car curse once isn't exactly breaking the curse. It's just the exception. Yep. Yeah, the the general rule is, and this one wasn't even announced to the rest of the um, survivors. It was only John who knew. Yeah. And now the others knew. And so back at camp, there's uh, D, there's Lil, and there's Sandra. And they're sort of going, oh, you know, we should get rid of Burden, because if Burden gets immunity again, he's going to vote us out one by one. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah that makes sense. Yeah. So they go to tribal. Burden's feeling pretty safe. And they vote out Burden three to two. Yeah. Uh, following that, we have episode uh, 14. So we're getting down to the final days of the game here. Uh, day 37, they have an immunity challenge at uh, Tribal Council, which is rare. I think this might have happened once or twice since, but it's very rare they do this challenge. Yeah, was this the... Uh knowing shit about your tribe mates one no this was um history of panama 
Yeah, the jury yeah, yeah. answered the questions. Yeah, that's right. Um, the tribe mate one was the um, the loved ones billet visit. Yeah, uh, yeah, because they did a lot of these in the first like ten seasons, but didn't really do it ever again. I guess they thought like trivia and shit didn't make as compelling television as standing on a pole with one foot for an hour. Yeah. Um, I like this. I wouldn't mind seeing it come back every now and then and like going, oh, like something like, where is um John from? So then the yeah. jury can consent and go, oh, John's from Idaho or something. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's like first to five, the jury gets five. They easily win over the rest of the tribe mates. The jury claims immunity, but no one is immune on the tribe. And they vote out D who's won the past three immunities, three to one becoming the sixth member of the jury. Yeah. On day 37, day 38. Now there is no reward. Uh, this is where they do the big um, fire send-off instead of the reward. They go and uh, burn all the torches on the old pirate ship wreckage, except yeah. for Austin's, who's still laying down at Tribal Council. And um, they go do the uh, the um, sort of squatting challenge where you can use your hands, you can use your feet, but no other part of your body can touch this um, pontoon bouncing in the ocean. Yeah. And Lil wins this. <laughs> Over Johnny Fairplay. Yeah. And Sandra's out in like 10 minutes. Yeah, because Sandra just never wins challenges. It's just not her thing. Um, this is where the ultimate, like, what if in Survivor history, like, comes in. Like, what if Johnny won this? Like, if Johnny won this challenge... I don't think we'd be talking about Sandra in 2022. Who would John take? I think he'd take Lil. And you think he'd win? Even though they did that poll with the jury? I I don't know if he would win, but I know that Sandra wouldn't. And if Sandra doesn't win this season, does she ever get asked to come back true true like it's it's crazy like the domino effect this could have had like if johnny won this season he might be considered like the greatest fucking winning season of all time honestly just because he was so chaotic it it would have been the prototype like it's Tony Vlachos before Tony Vlachos because he's so chaotic and villainous but he somehow managed to eke out a win and then if Lil won this this might be considered one of the worst fucking seasons of all time yeah honestly if Lil won it yeah that is one of the greatest what ifs if John Or even if Lil just, like, because Lil wins this challenge, even if Lil voted Sandra. Yep. Because she votes John out. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. Like, I I think 
I think John might have been able to eke out a win, especially if Lil has the same sort of performance at Final Tribal that she does against Sandra. Oh, yeah. And and you just know Johnny will be able to cut a promo. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Oh, man. Yeah, so John trying to cut a deal with Lil, like, over two, three hours can't cut a deal, all of a sudden there's a big wave and John falls and then Lil falls so Lil wins, she gets immunity the last immunity, she votes off John, John becoming the 7th and final member of the jury on day 38 day 39 they both wake up, they leave the camp they go off to tribal and final tribal and this is where in my opinion Lil's game falls apart she does a terrible job making her case to the jury and in her opening remarks she should have gone look am i wearing a scout uniform yes were we all told we're going to take photos yes was savage in an armani suit was rupert in jeans that he wore for one day and then wore a skirt for the rest of the tribal yeah stuff like that her problem was that she was heavily relying on the honor and integrity and morals and shit and all the while actually not doing that, but still claiming that she was being honest and loyal and all that. Yeah. Yeah, she she sort of shot herself in the foot there. A lot of the um, jury is very dismissive of her pretty quick as well. Yeah. They're just like, oh, yeah, I've got enough from her, Jeff. <laughs> and then ask uh, something of Sandra that's sort of an easy question. So it seems like a lot of the... um the jury had made up their mind before coming to tribal. Yeah, and that's why I think, like, if she chose Johnny, Johnny wins. Like, even though, like, Johnny was a piece of shit to a lot of people, (laughs) he wasn't trying to hide the fact that he was a piece of shit. Lillian, on the other hand, like, kind of acted like a piece of shit from time to time but never admitted she was a piece of shit. (laughs) Just, like, yeah, there's nothing worse than a human being in anything, like, not just Survivor, like, just someone pretending to be this innocent saint whilst they're doing backstabby bullshit. I'd much rather someone that just comes up and says, hey, I'm an asshole, and I'm going to do asshole things. (laughs) Fair enough. Um... So, yeah, Sandra wins. They do the uh, the reunion show straight after. They ask the, the tribe, okay, Sandra, you're in the jury. John, you're on tribal. Uh, if, like, saying Lil won that immunity and you take John, how many of you now vote for Lil instead of John? And it was, like, four to three, I think. Yeah. Uh, four, sorry. Yeah, four to three. That's a seven split. Uh, T is the only one who votes for Lil in this uh in this jury vote? Who who did so? Uh, T. Yeah, T. Warner. Yeah. Um, that was quite surprising. Um, yeah, it's and Sandra was Sandra was pretty good in her final tribal, but it was just mainly Lil just just throwing her game out the window. <laughs> Just yeah, did a 
a terrible job of presenting herself to the jury. Um, so as yeah. we look, go yeah. on. Uh, it's all you got to do, like, if there's, for some reason, any future Survivor players out there, if you make it to the end, own it. Everything you do, just own it. If you fucked someone over, say, yeah, I fucked you over, but it got me here. Yep. Uh, All you have to do, just own it. Absolutely. So, uh, there have only been two perfect games in Survivor history. Yeah. uh, JT? Yep. I'm not sure who the other one was. I'm uh, not looking at my screen right now because I know you got it pulled up. I JT may, and maybe uh, um, Cochrane. Yep. Yeah, because Cochrane fucking played a banger, and there's no way anyone he was up against was going to beat him. So Sandra became the first player one off a perfect game. Yeah. Six seasons in, no votes against her until uh, losing one vote at the jury. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. She was so close, man. She should have had a perfect game, to be honest. Also, um, uh, Tom, Tom from, from Sur- yeah, Survivor Palau, one vote against in the jury, no votes against him. Yeah, he so, should. He had one of the best winning seasons too. Uh, Eric Cole, Survivor Fiji, got one vote cast against him during the game, but a perfect jury vote of nine votes for him, none against. Yeah. So there's a couple there who have come close. Uh, of course, the two perfect games there. And, yeah, the last couple have either been three or a four margin. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's something interesting to, to look at where Sandra is so close. I, I think that jury vote, she should have got all that jury vote. As much as I think Lil played a great game, that until she that jury case, it just fell apart. Yeah, she played a fantastic game. All she had to do was just own it. Like, instead, she played a fantastic game and denied that she played it. Yeah, That's basically what she did. Oh, boy. She, she um, fucking baked a chocolate cake in the oven, handed it to you, and said she bought it from the shop. <laughs> Why wouldn't you take credit for that shit? Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, so this is the first season to have the castaways start with clothes on their backs and not have anything else except for a pair of shoes. Uh, um, the Drake Tribe winning the first six challenges, seeing a record for most consecutive challenge, tribal challenges won. The record stood until the Moto Tribe in Fiji uh, yeah. with this feat winning the first nine challenges in a row. Yeah. Do you remember that season? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, there was a tribe. The big twist that season was a tribe. It was the haves and the have-nots. Like, one tribe had, like, all, like, extra camping gear and all that sort of shit. Then the other tribe had nothing. And surprise, surprise, the tribe that had nothing kept losing. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, so that was pretty much it. Yeah, the Moto Tribe. Uh, what was the other one? Um, Ravu, that's it. Yeah. Uh, where else was I on the uh, Survivor facts? Uh, because Austin's depart- 
Baker from the show, regardless than honourable, his final words were not broadcast during the end credits. As I, uh, oh, as he's been voted out. Yeah, okay. So he he's like one of the only people who didn't get his um final words aired during mm. the credit scene. Yeah. Um. This season marks the only time nobody won individual an individual immunity at the individual immunity challenge when the jury won. Mm. Uh, Sandra is the first Hispanic American player to win, followed by Chris Underwood of Edge of Extinction. Yeah. Uh, this season ended the sole survivor male-female pa- pattern that existed during the first six seasons. Oh, that's it. right. Yeah, it did. Isn't this the first all-female ju- uh, final two as well? Uh, let me think. Well, definitely not Hatchet season, not season two, season three, no, season four. Season four had all female final two. Okay, that's why I don't remember because I've never seen that season. It's not, of... it's not that good of a season. It's um, sometimes they go a little too far with the grueling location where it sort of makes the gameplay kind of boring because the competitors are just so fucking drained. Yeah, like that happens about halfway through season three as well in Africa, where the gameplay just sort of becomes a bit stagnant because the people playing it just don't have the energy to even think. Um, oh, we but, forgot to mention. Um, was it uh, episode eleven? So after John's loved one visit, isn't there the word scramble puzzle, and Burden wins, but Jeff. Doesn't notice until everyone's walking past that a word's misspelled, calls everyone back and says, uh, Burn, I've got to take that off you. You're out. So it's you, you, and you, and we're going to compete again. Uh, most words you can get in a minute. Ready? Go. Yeah, and who got voted out that episode? Burden? Uh, T. Yeah, right, right. Okay, yeah. Yes, I'm right. I'm not sure. It might have been Burden. No, it was it was T. Yeah. Oh, yeah. unless I'm getting the um the reward messed up. Reward. Anyway, that doesn't matter. Um, yeah, that was a rare instant of Jeff completely fucking up, and I'm surprised they actually left that in. Because yeah, like, I suppose Sur- I had Survivor's to. a heavily edited show. They could have just, like, aired, like, oh, Burton fucked up, edited out him winning, and just, like, cut to Jeff saying, oh, Burton, you made a mistake, you're out, and then just move on. You could easily edit it all out. So yeah. I'm shocked they didn't. Uh, what else did they do at the reunion? They talked to Johnny Fairplay's grandma. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They're like, oh. Are you mad at him? She's like, heck no. You go out win, out playing, out last. Yeah. And, like, in hindsight, is he even, like, that big of a villain? Like, yeah, that one thing was fucking disgusting. But we've had far worse villains since then. Yeah. It's, it's like um, they bring Jerry back every now and then. 
And they're like, oh, she was the original bloody Black Widow of Survivor. She was such a villain. And, like, really? How was she a villain? All she did was flirt with Colby and said that a guy had beef jerky, whether he did or didn't. That's all she did. Yeah. And then, like, she gets brought back for heroes versus villains. And she's like, how am I on this villain's tribe? Like, some of these people are just disgustingly bad. And it's like the same thing. Like, Sandra gets brought back in season 20 for heroes versus villains. And she gets put on the villain's tribe. Huh? <laughs> and, like, how is she a villain? And you, you've constantly said since season seven, oh, one of the biggest villains of all time, Johnny Fairplay. Well, she spent the entire season butting heads with Johnny Fairplay. So Would that make her a hero? Exactly. So why is she on the fucking villains tribe? Uh, I don't know, man. Yeah. It is very strange. Yeah. Um, nothing really that is um crazy to me that comes out of this um i don't remember who gets the um the fan vote money oh, for this it's rupert it did they do that at tribal uh at the reunion at reunion yeah 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 it's it's rupert it's always rupert every season <laughs> he's on he gets the fan vote so I think it's like three months or less than three months after Pearl Islands is filmed. Rupert gets asked to stay and film All Stars. Like there's fuck all time in between the filming. And he pretty much does two seasons of Survivor back to back. Yeah. And uh, um, July... And then they started to get in November, so he had a couple of months off. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure. Was that the filming date or the yeah, episode airing filming, date? Filming date uh, ended in July, and then yeah, he had a uh, few next months off. Started, yeah. Like, and you got to think about like he was out there for what close to thirty days, starving, but he was out there the entire time because he was part of the jury comes back for a few months, gets to hang out with his family, buggers off again, does another full season, basically, because he comes, like, fifth in All-Stars, I believe? Fourth or fifth? Fourth. Fourth, yeah. And, and yeah, he's on the jury. Like, he has a hell of a run in All-Stars. This dude bloody killed himself these two seasons. Like, um... He starts season seven looking like a burly fella, but by the end of season eight, he's just skinny. He's for- pretty much skinny. I forget that Amber was part of Survivor Australia. Yeah. Oh, she was one... She's another example of, like, why did you even bring her back? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, who remembers her from that season? Yeah. I would have been like, Johnny Fairplay, please come back. If we're bringing back Rupert, we've got to bring back Johnny Fairplay and just hope that, and put you guys on opposite tribes and hope you guys try to murder each other. (laughs) Hope you guys make it to merge to murder each other. Yeah. Uh, Oh, yeah. Um, I really enjoy this season. This is 
Taking the Australian season out of it, this is probably top two for me. Yeah. Honestly, like, I'm very nostalgic for the Australian season, but with the unbiased goggles on, it's not that great of a season. The the great part is where they put their uh, camp in the Creek Riverbed, and then they get that flash flooding storm, and they're going in the river to try to get their rice can out of the storm. Fucking idiots, man. Uh, Um, Yeah, this was, this is, like, honestly, top three. If not top three, top five. Guaranteed top five season for me. And it goes, like, number one for me always is Heroes versus Villains. But, yeah, what comes second, third, fourth, and fifth sort of alternates. But, yeah. Uh, Yeah, there's a few. Few good but, ones in there. I did like Winners at War. Yeah, that was I a liked, really good season. Like such a satisfying winner. I liked how they had the um was it Edge of Extinction? That's what? the one time I liked it because you're getting to give us more airtime of these like classic winners that got voted out in the first three tribals or whatever, you get some extra airtime with them. Yeah. Other than that, just looking off the top of my head, there's a couple here. There was one season, I don't remember if it was Fiji or Cook Islands or something, there was one season early on where there was three tribes to begin with and a tribe just got decimated until it was like two on six on six. Yeah, uh, there there was a season where there was two tribes that started off with and... Merge happened when there was only one member left of the other tribe and the other tribe was completely still full. So they just, so they didn't do a proper merge. What they did was just like the one tribe got taken over by the other tribe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, What season? That was uh, Guatemala, I think. The, The one tribe got completely destroyed. Amazon's another really underrated season for being so early on. Not Guatemala. Uh, it was... Mm, it was fucking Palau, yeah. It was Palau, Tom Westman. Is that the one I'm thinking of, maybe? Oop. Sorry, phone's ringing. You can just... Yeah, that's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah. That is the one I'm thinking of, yeah. Um, yeah, that is such a, um... I forgot uh, that they actually did lose, like, a couple of One member. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Imagine that, just wiping out the other tribe before Merge and just being like, okay, this tribe's merged. Yeah, the Merge tribe was just, like, there wasn't a Merge tribe name. They just kept the same name because that one tribe just destroyed them. Uh, that is a that is just a good season to go and watch just to see what happens in Survivor when everything goes wrong. And the one person they had left from the other tribe still made it pretty far into the game. Like she lasted a couple of votes, surprisingly, and she came back. Like she came back for um, I think it's which one is it? Uh, the season that 
Danny Boatwright wins. So I think that's season. Uh, Heroes think... versus villains? No. Um, well, she was back for that. It was Guatemala. So I think it's the very next season she comes back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah um, and she makes it to the end for that one, I think. she's either makes it to the end or final three or four. But, yeah. Any interesting uh, things you want to talk about? Like, um, any different locations or that for Survivor? Like, they've been to the Philippines, Nicaragua. Uh, I loved I loved the setting of China. The, yeah. Yeah, because that was a bit different. Like, it was... Yeah, it was a bit more rainforesty instead of beachy. Like, I like it when you see shit like that. Uh, Guatemala's a bit different. Like, they're basically, like, at this, like, abandoned ruins for Guatemala. That might be one of the other ones that I really like because there's one of them where they're sort of at the bottom of this um, Mayan temple. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, it's like a ruin, like a temple thing. Yeah, it's very uh, different. Uh, what else it's... has some good ones? Um, Gabon's interesting. Like, it's just a lot of grass. I did like the um the way they did the two tribe picks for Gabon, saying, like, in um, African culture, your two oldest people are, like, the wisest in the village, so they're going to do the two picks. Yeah. So that was that's something an, different again. That's an absolute shit wreck of a season, though. Just oh, like, yeah. just like a bunch of people that have absolutely no strategic mind, just causing chaos for no fucking reason. It's like, like one of the worst strategic seasons, but like it's kind of fun to watch just because of the chaos. What it's about like, um, last last year? Last year's. Uh, season of Survivor Australia Brains versus Brawn that's another season similar to Gabon where it's just like a bunch of people that don't really know much about the game go on and just cause fucking chaos there's like multiple times last season in a Survivor Australia where someone accidentally voted for the wrong po- wrong person causing someone else to go home <laughs> just like absolute Pandemonium. Yeah. Idiots. Yeah, just crazy shit like that. You've got to love it. How do you vote for the wrong person? Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Um, as I'm looking through here, sort of was there any sort of um twists or themes that you found worked well with Survivor? Because I liked like All Stars or Winners at War, those sort of returning ones. They're gonna yeah, you, be pretty gotta... good themselves. You gotta love a good returnee season. I love uh second chance Cambodia. Uh just as an overall premise. So the theme of that was people that had only played once and haven't come back. And uh it was fan voted for That's who right. would be on the cast. And then they like the season before that they had a big reveal at the reunion. And yeah, that's where Savage comes back. Um, yeah, and that's a really good season because those people are like, fuck, we've finally got the chance to come back. Because a lot of them, like, there were people that hadn't been back since season one. Like, the, 
Like, so they're just, like, been waiting this whole time, so they just go out and just play their asses off. And it was amazing that season. Uh, yeah, that's the Jeremy Collins win, that one. And he comes back for winners at war. He has a good run there. What about saying, like, um, what did they do here? Uh they did in early seasons, they did a split of tri um like gender tribes, so men and women, they did a split of um races at one time, like different Fuck I hated that. Fuck I hated that. Uh, the Cook, Cook Island Islands. ones. Yeah, hated that. They had a a white people tribe, a black people tribe, an Asian person tribe, and a Hispanic tribe. Mind yeah, you it is not um that season does create one of the best, like, underdog stories with there's an alliance between Yule, Ozzy, and can't remember the other name. I think it's Michelle. I'm not sure what the other lady's oh, name is. Poverty's in that season. Poverty, yeah. Uh, Becky, that's her name. Becky is the, yeah, it's Yule, Ozzy, and Becky are like this minority alliance along with Sandra. And there's, like, the four of them up against, like, six or seven of this other alliance, and somehow they managed to become the final four of the entire season. It's such a great story. Yeah. But, yeah, because it was, like, the white people alliance just completely outnumbered, so the Asian, the Hispanic, and the black remnants just got together and, like, let's take out these whiteies. <laughs> And I, yeah. I was fucking all for it. And Yule is one of my favourite winners. Just so strategic, so smart. Uh, another, like, personal favourite theme of mine has nothing to do with the actual theme, more so just the play of the season and the people they casted. David versus Goliath is such a fantastic season. Uh, which one's David versus Goliath? Uh, Johnny Survivor is in that one. Oh, Johnny Gimmick. What's his new name? Johnny... No, John something. John Superstar. Fuck me. But yeah, yeah the yeah, former 37. John Morrison. Yeah. Um, that is a fantastic season. The vote out of John Johnny Mundo, John Morrison, is like the best fucking blindside. Um... Yeah, there's a lot of personal favourite characters of mine in that. Like, the winner, Nick, is great. Uh, Mike White, uh, known as Ned Schneebly from School of Rock. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, Angelina, yeah, she's great. Uh, Christian Hibiki is a great, great one. Uh, Davey Rickenbacker. There's so many great characters that haven't had a chance to come back. Um, yeah, the only one that's come back from that season is Nick Wilson for Winners at War. But yeah. Such a good season. Yeah, like that Winners at War season was just like rewarding everyone for watching 39 prior seasons. <laughs> it's just like, oh, you've watched every season, here's your reward. It yeah. was like Survivor's version of Endgame. It was just like, yeah, you want the big happy ending with all your favourites. Like, here you go. Here's 
Here's fucking Star-Lord and Thor hanging out. Who didn't return for that season? Like, there there were some notable winners that didn't get called back. I know that... Oh, Richard, other than Hatch. <laughs> yeah, like, Hatch has a lot of hate. Uh, Tina didn't get called back for that one, but she... But, like, rumour has it, like, she's come back quite a few times, actually. Like, she came back for All-Stars. She did a Blood versus Water season and did pretty well in that. Oh, she's 61 now, so she would yeah, have been she's a bit old. late 50s. Yeah, she's getting getting on a bit. Um, uh, Mike Holloway? Mike Holloway, Holds yeah. Apart. Yeah, he would have been an interesting one to bring back. Personally, I would have brought back... Like Chris Underwood from Edge of Extinction, the guy that, like, I don't know how long between, like, season 39 and 40 it was filmed, but it definitely came out a lot, a fair bit after. It says here he declined after he received a call just 12 hours after getting married. Yeah, right. So it's poor timing for him. Yeah, because he's the guy that sort of won that, the casual fan base feels like didn't deserve it because he was like, he was like one of the first three people voted out that season goes to the edge of extinction comes back when there's five people left in the game and wins the whole thing. I can see why uh, Bob wasn't called back. He would, he's 70 now. Yeah, Bob. um, Like, they didn't give JT a call, which is a shame, because he's had so many iconic Survivor moments from actually winning the show with a perfect game to, like, the biggest fuck-up in Survivor history by handing a hidden immunity idol to Russell Hance. Oh, my God, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, like... Why? <laughs> yeah, so, like, JT is, like, such an iconic player, but he, he'd come back a fair few times. Like, if I had to have a choice of, like, oh, JT's coming back for the third or fourth... for the fourth time, or you finally get to see Yule come back, or you finally get to see Ethan come back since All-Stars. Like, yeah, I'd rather those guys. I liked, um... Winners at War 2 did the thing where everyone was a part of the jury. Yeah, yeah, except for Sandra because she quit Edge of Extinction, which still pisses me off because Sandra to this day has never been part of a jury. <laughs> like, she, she, she's, uh, she either, like, wins it or they vote her out early. Yep. And I just would love to say, like, sassy Sandra, like, grilling someone on the jury, like, you'd know it would be amazing. How early did she get voted out of um, Australian Survivor Blood versus Water? Uh, day 16. So I think there was, like, five or six people out before her. Oh. Yeah. Um... Uh, maybe I won't look at that in case it has uh, results, in case it was filmed prior. Just for you. They, they won't have the results on Wikipedia. I've checked a million times. Because okay. <laughs> well, I'm look. impatient. But, um, yeah, uh, Sandra, like, she played... She's one of the... I would say, like, if there's a Mount Rushmore of Survivor players, you put Sandra on there. Uh, what's right. her daughter's name? Nina. Oh, 
Oh, she won't be in the jury because she was medically evacuated. Yeah, and they haven't officially merged yet either. So how many out before Sandra? Uh, four. Four, okay. One, oh, five. Someone five. quit. Oh, kind of a quit. He quit at tribal. He did in Austin, actually. Oh, when he got yeah. to tribal, knew he was going home, so he quit. He asked everyone to vote him off, but he hurt himself. But they still treated him like Austin, like Jonathan, the host, like threw his torch down and like burnt his buff. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. Survivor, Mount Rushmore, go. Four people. Um, Sandra. Yep. Rupert. Okay. Um, hmm. As much as I don't like him, Boston Rob. Mm-hmm. Just trying to think of a fourth who sort of defines it. Yeah. I'd say Russell. Yeah. For just being put on the spot. Yeah, mine is Sandra, Tony, obviously the two-time winners, both get a stat. Uh, Parvati and Russell. Parvati? Uh, yeah, man. She played a banger game at Micronesia, fans versus favourites. Probably should have won Heroes versus Villains. Like, she was the runner-up in that. The final three there, like, of Heroes mm. versus Villains like Russell, Sandra, and Parvati. And who wins that? Sandra wins it. <laughs> um, I love just another quick Survivor moment. Oh, what is it? When Sandra play the third time? Uh, game changes. Game changes. And she gets voted out early. And she's like, oh, Jeff, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah. Because he has she... to snuff out his, her torch for the first time. She got voted out day 16. Uh, and she got voted out day 16 in Australian Survivor. Ah, it comes full circle. Yeah. Um, Australian Survivor, I like... I like their things. I don't like how they're sort of lazy with their tribe names and just go, your tribe water, your tribe blood. You think that's bad now? Like, yeah. that that's not what they're called on the TV show. Oh, what like, is it? Like, it says it on Wikipedia, but that's not what they're referring to them as on the, on the actual programming. It's Red Tribe versus Blue Tribe. Oh, what? That's what they're saying on the show. It's oh. like, J- Jonathan's like, Red Tribe wins immunity. Blue Tribe wins immunity. Why? Oh, fucking lazy, man. And also, like, because they originally, I think they must have, like, re-edited it or something. But, like, I think the original plan was for it to be called Blood Tribe versus Water Tribe, but that doesn't make sense. The whole, like, phrase Blood versus Water doesn't even make sense. The phrase is Blood is thicker than water. It's not... Uh, your family has a face-off against your friends or some shit. Like, uh, that's not how it works. 
Yeah. <laughs> and it's American Survivor that started that, though, so. Yeah. Um, like, they're filming in, uh, I believe it's Charters Towers, Queensland? Yeah, Charters yeah. Towers. So, uh, we're How seeing... far is that from you? I, d- I don't know, Queensland thingies. I'll have a look in a moment, but... um. Like, if you're going to be based in Australia, why don't you go to the local Aboriginal group and just go, uh, this name means cockatoo and this name means goanna, for example. Well, It's been uh, done before in the US series where they go overseas. This means yeah, this in the native tongue. There was some talk on Twitter about how they were originally going to do that, but they didn't want to offend anyone. With appropriation. So, um, but it's like, if you ask the right people, that's fine. And season, the first episode of the last two seasons since they've been filming in Australia have started off with like a black screen and white writing on the screen, like acknowledging the original custodians of the land. So, about 10 hours from each other's towers. So if you're doing shit like that, like if you're acknowledging the original custodians, like, yeah, give us some, um, give us some native words and stuff like that. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah, and like the Australian buff I'm wearing, which I'm, it doesn't have the um, the dot pattern on it that I look at. No. Like, and you go for an airport in Australia, you'll see that in just about every second store. Yeah. Which um, I can guarantee you most of them won't be uh, from Indigenous artists. No. And you look at it, it says uh, product of Indonesia on the uh, little tag. But uh, we're getting a bit off topic here. Um, Anything new you'd like to see from Australian Survivor? Because since they've come back, they've done two normal seasons, two seasons of Champions versus Contenders, which is like David versus Goliath, a season of All-Stars, a season of Brain versus Brawn, and now a season of Blood versus Water. Yeah, I think Australia fucked up. They did All-Stars way too early. Did they include anyone from the first two non-Channel 10 seasons of Australian Survivor? No, they don't count. Like, (laughs) in the canon of Australian Survivor, like, we are currently on season seven. Like, that's how everyone refers to it. Like, they do not acknowledge the first two seasons. Like, yeah, you go on to 10 play. It's like the current season is season seven. Last season was season six. And it's confusing for people that have never, like, watched Australian Survivor before. And you go online, you Google it. It's like, oh, yeah. Oh, season... Oh, if I wanted to fucking check out Matty Wahlberg, he was on season four. Okay, then I'll Google what season four was. was. Oh, no, season four wasn't that. Season four was that. (laughs) You know, it's just, like, really confusing, especially when I was first getting into it. Um, But, yeah, the Channel 7 version is non-canon, according to current Survivor, and I have no issue with that. I have no plans to go find the Channel 7 version. What about the Channel 9 version? No. Was that the celebrity one? No, Channel 7's the celebrity one hosted by Dicko. 
Oh God. The channel uh channel nine one's the one with actual contestants. Yeah. Which has a better logo. That's a good logo. Yeah. Uh which was also filmed in Australia. I don't think any of these people still do anything. I mean, Australia like has so many options to actually film shit for. Like, I don't know why they're consistently sticking to the Outback sort of look for the last two Aussie seasons. Like, yeah, well... You, you can go out to, like, grab a boat, head out out off the coast of bloody Queensland and find a fucking island somewhere. You easily could. Uh, what am I looking for? Yeah, exactly. Um, Go there, go down to southern Tasmania... Put him up fucking, Falls Creek for a week. Mate, fucking... Fucking send him to Bagunya. <laughs> Have a fucking season of, of Survivor on the... On the, on the um, side of the river at the Murray. Jeez. Yeah, see, this one's more desert. Uh, coastal desert. Yeah, like, I would love to see, like... Yeah, something off the coast of WA or off the coast of Queensland or even off the coast of South Australia or Tassie, but I feel like the weather might be a little too um, too inconsistent and crazy. Uh, depending what time of year you go. Like, at the moment up here, it's rainy season. Yeah. Over north you go. Yeah, I just feel like if they were to film off the coast of, like, Tassie or South Australia, like the winds and the waves, like, no matter what time of the year, are going to be pretty fucking nuts. Yeah. Oh, man. I suppose that uh, does it for this extended look at uh, Survivor. Yeah, I love Survivor. I hope maybe in a year or so we'll do another season. Yeah. We'll, def- we'll definitely get around to David versus Goliath. Maybe. Australia. <laughs> Yeah, like, that's been, like, a day one agenda. The problem with Australian Survivor, 24 fucking episodes a season. Three episodes a week. They're, like, 90-minute episodes. There's just a lot to watch. That's... And the, the worst thing is, like, compared to American Survivor, Australian Survivor is notorious for, like, under-editing certain players. Like, like uh, they'll over-edit, like, uh, if Australian Survivor was in control of, like, filming Pearl Islands, you never would have heard from Lil. And you would have got, like, 10 to 12, like, Rupert and Johnny Fairplay confessionals per episode. And you'd never hear from, like, Dara or, like, Tawana or someone like that. And you'd just like get overexposed to Johnny Fairplay or something like that. Yeah. Cause there's like people in Maddie Wahlberg's season, like one lady, Sam, I think her name was, she makes it like pretty close to merge. And in a season with 24 people, like making it close to merge is actually a bit of an accomplishment. And she gets zero confessionals. You never hear from her. And she lasts half the season, basically. She lasts till when? Uh, where is she? What's her name? 
Oh, Sam. Sam. Yeah, there you go. Like, she made it to the tribe swap and you never heard from her. Um, who else is heavily under-edited? Yeah, like Hannah. Hannah, you barely heard from her. Or Casey, you never heard from her. <laughs> like, yeah, that's what Australia does wrong. Like, oh, you like this character? Okay. Bang, bang, bang. Oh, there's also that person in the background. Don't worry about that. <laughs> yeah, I. the problem with me with Australian Survivor is it's three nights a week and they're over an hour episode. Give me one episode a week that's an hour. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you're going to do three episodes, like, give us, like, one one-hour episode. Like, give us a 90-minute episode on a Sunday night because they have episodes Sunday nights. Give us a 60-minute episode on a Monday and a 90-minute episode on Tuesday. Give us a break, man. Um, yeah. Like, even, like, Matty Wahlberg was heavily under-edited. Like, he barely got any confessionals. He just made the most of his promo time during the challenges just trash-talking. Yeah. Oh, boy. Anyway, it, Survivor is fun. Yeah, I really enjoyed uh, this. I suppose for the particular episode, how many beers uh, the loved ones visit? Oh, six out of six, my man. Yep. Iconic, iconic episode. Uh, I forgot to talk about this. Do you know what Johnny Fairplay was doing with his life before Survivor? Uh, acting? He was an assistant... For a certain celebrity, do you have any idea who this was? No. Rowdy Roddy Piper. What? He was an assistant for Rowdy Roddy Piper. Oh. And to, to this day, Rowdy Roddy Piper, like, after he passed away, Johnny Fairplay had a kid born, and his kid uh her name is piper named after roddy well there you go yeah um johnny fairplay has a podcast out there so um like i learned all this through that and like roddy piper was like helping johnny fairplay prepare for survivor and i'm like fuck what Imagine a world where fucking they call up Roddy Piper for a celebrity season or something like that. Imagine if he had called up Roddy Piper for the loved ones visit. Fuck! <laughs> John, you idiot! Yeah, yeah. Ah, your, your grandmother's dead! Ha <laughs> ha! God, that's a survivor I wanted. <laughs> Oh, man. Okay. You don't throw votes at a man with a machine gun. <laughs> Some of his confessionals are good. He keeps <laughs> yeah. going on about to be the man, you have to beat the man, and he's the last man standing, so that makes him the man. Oh, he, he like, referred to himself, like, as an American dream at one point. He said he's too sweet to be sour, tower of power, man of the hour, funky like a monkey. Like, it was busting out all the Dusty quotes, the Ric Flair quotes, the Randy Savage quotes. Like, yeah. It's a shame that the one time he came back, 
he got he was the first person voted out because he begged his tribe to vote him out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's no good. Anyway, okay. find me on Instagram, Twitter at Fruities Alex. Find us at WrestleOzStyle with an AUS on Instagram, Twitter. Search up Wrestling Style on Facebook. Check out at Sid underscore pod on Twitter. And you can find Chris at I am Chris Funder. Come tell me why I'm bad at outwitting, outplaying, and outlasting. You can go back, listen to the entire Wrestling All Star archive for free on SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and using the RSS feed. Found the show notes below for your podcast choice, including Apple. Nothing left to say, but good day, and we'll speak to you next time. Voted for me. Ah, it was me. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, poor Rupert. <laughs> I love. Oh, I love when Rupert comes back for is it blood versus water, and everyone just votes his wife out straight away on the beach, and Rupert's like, "No, nah, I'm taking her place," and she's like, "No, no, no. This this is for you. I came back for you. Nope, nope. I'm taking your place." Yeah, and he immediately goes. <laughs> yeah, he's like gone yeah. in t- two more days. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, like Rupert's so good in season seven. Then he comes back for like all stars. He becomes a little bit villainous. In season 20, he just comes across like an arrogant dick. Every time he came back, it was just a bit more of a piece of shit. <laughs>